0: While many people entered retirement and never looked back, there is an unusual pandemic-related trend that's now occurring, and that involves retirees returning to work in what has been coined unretirement. And according to the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis, more than 2 million Americans retired in the first 18 months of the pandemic, accounting for more than half of the people who left work during the same time. But since then, about one and a half million retirees have gone back to work, according to an analysis of Department of Labor data done by Indeed Hiring Lab. Welcome back to Clear Path, your roadmap to health and wealth. I'm your host, Al Waller, and with me is Catherine Collinson, CEO and president of Nonprofit Transamerica Institute. Today, we're going to look into this recent phenomenon to learn more about what's behind it. But before we get started, I want to remind listeners that we'd love to hear from you and know what topics you'd like to hear more about. So, please, by all means, drop us a line at infotransamericacenter.org. Well, Catherine, it's good to be together again.
1: Oh, Al, it is wonderful to be back. What a big topic. So, as mm-hmm. we all know and experienced, the pandemic upended nearly every aspect of our lives. It's not surprising that retirement has been disrupted as well. You and I both know people who subscribed to the unretirement trend. During the pandemic, I can think of at least a couple of friends who just decided to retire. Things were going on at their employers and their family lives. It was just too much. And they packed it in to retire. Now that the pandemic seems to uh, be coming to an end or at least morphing into something else, talking with these friends, they weren't ready. They missed their professions. They missed the people. They missed their sense of purpose. And they missed their paychecks.
0: Yeah. Lest we forget that. Sure. The additional income is always a nice incentive. I do have a number of friends who weren't quite ready to totally detach from their careers, even though they certainly could have financially. I have a friend of mine, Tim, who decided to come back, but scale back to a two day uh, a week consulting capacity for his firm. He still likes what he does and did, and you know he's really pretty good at what he does and just not quite ready to spend every day of the week on the golf course. I had another friend, Kimball, who was a commercial airline pilot for many years. You know, was hit with the um, mandatory retirement at age 65 and really missed it. It was in his blood. I, I know that because my father flew as well. What he was able to do, his workaround, was uh, to go back and train pilots as a flight instructor, What we're really seeing here is the the common thread for these people and a lot of others out there is that really comes down to your personal fulfillment or to borrow the old adage, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Now, Catherine, I'd really be interested in some of the broader perspectives uh, you'd be able to share.
1: This, of course, as a retirement researcher looking at trends over time, what we saw happen in the pandemic was really quite astonishing. If we back up before the pandemic, in the many years that we've surveyed retirees, we often have found that a majority retired sooner than they had expected or planned. And more often than not, it was for either employment-related issues or Or personal health reasons, so people retiring sooner than planned or expected uh, is not new. But what we saw happen in the pandemic was unbelievable. We were surveying more frequently, and especially during the year 2020, we saw older workers exiting the workforce in droves. It was something that we had never seen before in our research. And our research was consistent with the government surveys and the research that you cited in your opening. For me, it just raised the really big question. Are these people who decided to retire during the pandemic, financially, emotionally, and spiritually ready to retire? And now that we're seeing this new unretirement trend, in many cases, the answer was no, they weren't ready.
0: I absolutely get why some retirees are feeling financially pressured to return to work. Most of us couldn't have anticipated the inflation we're now experiencing and as a result may be having a really hard time making their retirement nest eggs uh, stretch. And oh, by the way, even those who amass larger retirement savings may be beginning to also find the uh, current economic environment uh, intimidating as well.
1: Oh, of course. It is scary. Taking the long view, looking at our years of research, our team and I have consistently found that both workers and retirees cite running out of savings or outliving their savings and investments as one of their greatest retirement fears. Since the onset of the pandemic, the financial markets, including 401k accounts, have been on quite a volatile roller coaster ride, which very well could be even further fueling these types of fears. And then if we pull back, the reality is our research finds that many people are not adequately saving for retirement and they will need to continue working at least longer to an older age to help bridge that savings gap. And then, especially for older workers who retired during the pandemic, before they were financially ready, going back to work makes all the sense in the world. And I just want to add one other thing. I think of a good, good friend. I consider her a mentor in Mm -hmm. retirement. She retired in the summer of 2008, You can okay. re- imagine what happened yeah. in the fall of 2008, in 2009, you know, when there there was steep declines in the financial markets. And you know what? She was able to go back to work. And it, it worked out. When she had left her employer, she left on the excellent terms, and they missed her. They realized they needed her help, was doing something different, was working part-time doing training and mentoring of her successors, uh, but they were able to bring her back, and that really helped ease the blow.
0: Research also finds that many workers and retirees uh, cite healthy aging-related reasons for wanting to come and work longer or in retirement. Perhaps you could provide us with some insight as to what those reasons are.
1: This is a really exciting trend that we've seen in our research even before the pandemic. In fact, it might be one of my favorite trends as a researcher because it opens up that the whole idea of living longer and better and even working longer helps financially, but people are recognizing that it can enhance the quality of their lives. Over the years, we find that around half of workers expect to retire after age 65 do not plan to retire. And even more, plan to continue working at least part-time in retirement. And we ask them the reasons for doing so. What we call healthy aging-related reasons include things like enjoying what they do, wanting to be active, keeping our brain alert, having a sense of purpose, social connections, and personal development. So it stands to reason for me, people who retired abruptly during the pandemic, because it was a pandemic, things were happening, Hmm. may very well be coming back because they miss all of those things too. Enjoying the work they do, the people they work with, having that sense of purpose and staying active and keeping our brains alert.
0: I think that all really resonates. I think a lot of people, quite frankly, when you stop something like that, you may not find yourself prepared for that. And the word boring uh, seems to be banded around a lot. What am I going to do now? You do need that type of stimulation, having that sense of purpose uh, or calling, if you will. I've heard uh, that working brings routines that can be important for older people uh, to maintain their physical and mental health. Maybe you could uh, sort of touch on that if you would.
1: Academic studies out there are finding that working into older age up to a certain point can positively influence one's health, which is really quite extraordinary. When I think Mm -hmm. about my grandfather, who retired many, many decades ago, he retired early due to health issues. He had a company doctor. He went into the physical and he said, Doc, will you guarantee me 10 more years? And the company doctor looked at him and said, I can't guarantee you five. You know, your blood pressure's through the roof, your cholesterol's through the roof. You're a time Mm -hmm. bomb. Something extraordinary happened. My grandfather went to Weight Watchers on his way home, sat down at the kitchen table with my grandmother, and they ran all the numbers every which way they could to figure out Uh how he could retire. That's what he did. And he took a year off he lost the weight, he got in shape, he got healthy. And then he went back to work doing volunteer work for another close to 20 plus years. And that was the work he loved. That was the work he considered his legacy. And by Mm -hmm. the way, he outlived that company doctor by a good 10 years. (laughs)
0: What a fitting in uh, to that tale. That's just awesome. And here again, uh, you've got to take care of yourself physically, but the mental uh, piece has got to be there. What other factors are contributing to this uh, new unretirement trend, Catherine?
1: It's challenging. Challenging and daunting as the pandemic has been, it's actually brought some positive changes. I'll call them silver linings. It relates to work and the nature of work and the workforce. By the way, these positive changes affect workers of all ages and can be especially beneficial to older workers who uh, are looking for work or looking to return to work. What are these changes? Flexible work schedules, including remote work, the Mm -hmm. flexibility to be able to adjust your schedule. These have been readily embraced by employers during the pandemic. Another thing is, uh, we'll see if this continues. There's been a lot of reduction of business travel, which is hard on everyone. And also what's particularly helpful is we're in Mm -hmm. the tightest labor market since I can remember in my lifetime. And employers are discovering the value of older workers as a real opportunity to enhance their overall workforce management. So, really, if you're thinking about unretiring, the time has never been better to do so.
0: Absolutely. And I think a lot of uh, employers have also discovered there's that work ethic uh, of a certain generation. What advice would you offer to people who retired during the pandemic but are now wanting or? Need to work uh, or using your vernacular, unretire?
1: The first opportunity is to just step back and think about what's really important to you. What Mm -hmm. do you want to do? Do you want to go back to the same profession that you had before? And how feasible is that? Because that is one obvious pathway. But the pandemic has inspired us to look at our lives and our world very differently. Is there something new that you want to try out? that you could translate skills and experience and imply them in a new and different way. And then the other thing is just understanding the job market uh, in terms of the types of opportunities that might be available for you. Now, for some people, there's a financial need and a need for employee benefits to go back to work. For others, it's more of purpose and impact. Also, put volunteer work on your radar screen or working for a nonprofit. Nonprofits often pay less than for profit organizations, but that could be a whole new pathway for you as well. So, it's an opportunity to think big, use your imagination, and explore new possibilities. A couple of other things we talk about often on the show the importance of doing your homework. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got to be realistic <laughs> about the type of opportunities that are out there. And there is a financial element that I want people to really think about in case it applies to them. And that relates to social security benefits. If you retired during the pandemic or maybe before the pandemic and started collecting social security, and now you want to go back to work from an income and taxation situation, does it make sense for you to suspend those benefits while you get paid employment. There's all sorts of different scenarios and they're very unique and personal in nature. So rather than giving a rule of thumb, I just want to raise the flag that if you do fall in this category, you got to do your homework so that you can come up with some financial decision-making that are going to work best for you.
0: Makes perfect sense to me. Now, how about those folks out there who haven't hit the job market in quite a while? What sort of techniques or strategies uh, would they need to employ in order to be successful in getting back into the game?
1: When we present ourselves to the marketplace, to our prospective employers, we've got to shine. And this applies to everyone. Something that is so hard, and I talk to people, they get overwhelmed and you'll hear the expression all the time. Oh, you've got to Create and cultivate your personal brand. You know, we live in this day and age of influencers who have cultivated their brands, but it just can feel overwhelming. But what does that mean to me personally? In my experience, the idea of creating your personal brand is really knowing who you are and what you're about and what you value. And to just reflect that in how you present yourself, how you talk about yourself, how you talk about your work, how you talk about your experience. But it's just a matter of knowing what your own personal best foot is and putting Mm -hmm. that own personal best foot forward. Let's touch on resumes. The art of resume writing is changing constantly. So the first part is just gathering all that skills and experience you think are really important for sharing. And the other is to modernize your resume along with current practice. Part of it is presentation, part of it is impact, and part of it is keyword searches so that you get through those HR firewalls when you're submitting those resumes. (laughs) Uh, And then the last couple of things I'll share, your LinkedIn profile is so important. That's a great opportunity to you know, have a fresh photo of, of yourself, to talk about your skills, your experience, uh, and present yourself to prospective employers, as well as reconnect with old friends who are on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and start networking. And I just want to point out, recruiters are paying very close attention to LinkedIn. So getting your profile all spiffied up and indicating that you're open to possibilities or you're seeking an opportunity could be very helpful towards achieving your overall goals.
0: Those are some really great ideas, Catherine, and I, I agree with you. I think that the, uh, you know, especially with some of those who have been in the workforce for some time, maybe trading off and going to that functional resume, which really highlights uh, your your strengths up front versus the chronological type, and absolutely making sure that that LinkedIn profile shines. Having a current and fresh uh, looking uh, picture there to let them see uh, what you are about. When it comes to the resume, I can tell you, having been on that side of the desk of hiring, two sides of one page on one page is just plenty. To go on beyond that uh, is just overkill. Uh, After all, that's why we conduct uh, job interviews. So you don't need to hit everything you've done from day one there. What else have you got on your mind as uh, you think about people and retiring?
1: I'll just leave you with some thoughts. We've already touched on them. If you're thinking about unretiring, there's never been a better time to do so. Again, I invite people to use their imaginations, think big, explore new possibilities, and see what's out there. It could open up entire new pathways that you never thought about before. And doing so can be enriching professionally but also in terms of making friends, getting more involved in your community, and a whole host of other benefits.
0: Well, I think there's, uh, as you pointed out earlier, there's never been a better time with the job market such as it is, and uh, to go out there and test those waters. Thank you so much uh, for your insights. As always, Catherine, it's, it's great to have you with us today.
1: Well, thank you, Al.
0: We hope you'll join us for future episodes. Also, in case you missed them, check out previous episodes, including Challenging Myths About Aging and Saving Money During Inflation. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is brought to you by Transamerica Institute, a nonprofit, private foundation dedicated to identifying, researching, and educating the public about retirement security and the intersections of health and financial well-being. You can find our weekly podcast on WYPR's website and mobile app, wherever you get your podcasts, and at transamericainstitute.org. Clear Path, Your Roadmap to Health and Wealth is produced by Transamerica Institute with assistance from WYPR. If you have ideas for future episodes, comments, or feedback, please reach out to us at info at Until the next time, I'm your host, Al Waller. Stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening. The information provided here is for educational purposes only and should not be construed as insurance, securities, ERISA, TAX, INVESTMENT, LEGAL, MEDICAL, OR FINANCIAL ADVICE OR GUIDANCE.